1077 welcomes you to Up Close, a weekly public affairs program presented by Z1077 News. You're invited to call in with your questions and comments. Our call-in number is 366-8471. Now, your host for Up Close, Gary Danielle. Well, thank you, mystery announcer, wherever you are, and welcome to the Z1077 Up Close Show on this drop-dead gorgeous Friday, September 13th, 2019. I'm Gary Dineau, the host of the Up Close Show. Our producer is Andrew Dieleman, and our phone number for you to call is 760-366-8471. The Z1077 Up Close Show is a special presentation of Z1077 News presented in the public interest. Uh, and we have a guest in studio today, the superintendent, president of Copper Mountain College, Dr. Darren Otten. And Dr. Otten, welcome to the Z1077 up close show. Thank you very much, Gary. Great uh, to be here today. And I want to say uh, welcome to the Morongo Basin. So thank you very much on that as well. I yeah. can't tell you how much of a great time I'm having already in town. Well, Dr. Odd's been with the college for about two months, and uh, before we get anything, impressions of the Morongo Basin. I know we're we're, we're kind of uh, interesting out here, but to, here, here you are coming in uh, from out of the area. Your your impressions of our Morongo Basin. Well, I will say that um, California as a whole is such a unique unique place and I come from uh, northern California um, just outside of the, the neighborhood that we had the big fires this last fall and one of the reasons that we really liked that area uh, was that it was just a sense of community I mean you when you were putting gas in your car folks would talk to you um, you know when you ran to the grocery store you'd run into folks you knew and immediately here in the Morongo Basin that's what I felt I mean we have truly felt it uh, at home since uh, I got here, and um, I'm really enjoying the community, enjoying, um, you know, meeting more and more folks. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was at Home Depot last week, and I, I think that, uh, um, you know, I on three different aisles, I ran into folks that I already knew, and I've only been here for about two and a half months. So there you go. Uh, and, and most people have the same, take the same impression back. Is it's not necessarily the geographical area; it's the people. There, it's a remarkable, a remarkable folk. I, I often make the analogy that we may squabble amongst ourselves like siblings, but when we face something uh, that is a threat to all of us, we stand shoulder to shoulder and, and take care of that. We've done that so many, so many different things here in the Morongo Basin, and one of the things that this community came together for, shoulder to shoulder, I mean all over the Morongo Basin was the creation of Copper Mountain College. Truly, it, you know, I will say that, again, um, the opportunity for me to come here and the opportunity for, for me to be hired by the, the Board of Trustees to be the President Superintendent of Copper Mountain College um, really is an amazing opportunity because there is truly um, across this state there's now 115 community colleges and i will argue that the majority of them don't actually put the community in the community college the affinity for this college is off the charts yeah, well that's because the people of the morongo basin wanted the college uh, put their hard hard-earned money toward getting that college and worked very hard to get it uh, i'm sure you know in the in the past copper mountain college was actually a branch campus of college of the desert and uh, wanting local control, uh, they they worked with the state legislature, and, and that happened. And uh, what did you say, 115 colleges? 115 colleges now, yes. And the smallest one is Copper Mountain College. It so, is. Yeah. It is. Now, before we get into the college and some of the things you do for the community, I want to talk a little bit about you. Um, how did you come to be a college president? I mean, my goodness, usually you think college presidents are old guys 
puffing puffing pipes and and uh, talking about literature. <laughs> you know, uh, I, 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 that's, it, it is a it is a very fair caricature of, of many of the folks and in it the is business. A caricature, yes, so, yeah. um, I will say that um, I'm an accidental academic. It was not the the path to um, this that I really planned, but. Um, We'll frame this as that my mother was in education for 30 years. Um, my background is engineering and technology. Um, and, you know, there was an opportunity um, really after my wife and I, after we did our undergraduate work up at Cal State University, Chico, and um, moved up to Washington and ultimately uh, came back to California when my daughter was born. And the story really kind of culminates with the fact that there was an opportunity to teach nights and teach um, a you know part-time kind of stuff back in the early 2000s. And I found out that I really, really loved being in the classroom. So you started out as a part-time teacher? Absolutely. Okay. And, and that, that, you know, migrated into, I was in a small business, small manufacturing, all those sort of things. You know, I was looking at it as a way to recruit employees. I could teach and then ultimately, uh, you know, hire some of these folks. And um, it, was a, it was just a great opportunity. Um, you know, going into the Great Recession, uh, we ended up having to, to get out of that particular business. And, you know, I was kind of figuring out what was going to go. And, and there was a dean that called and said, hey, why don't you come and teach full time? And the journey began. And the journey began. Yeah. Um, and so through a, a you know, tenure track process at Chico State, teaching engineering and manufacturing, ultimately going to Yuba College as a dean, um, was recruited over there to, to step into management. And um, it, kind of the entrepreneurial approach that I had from my years in business, I think has parlayed very well into, into education, and especially at a small college. Now, what kind of business were you in? So um, we had a, uh, well, I, my background, again, engineering and technology, so tool and die, um, injection molding, plastic materials, uh, product design, that was really my, my, my background. Um, so and From manufacturing to education. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's, I will say that the challenge about education, um, you know, when you're in manufacturing, you can count the number of widgets you make on a daily basis, and that's production. Um, in education, it's much more difficult to do. That is a, uh, a hard thing to quantify, um, but I enjoy that challenge. Now, uh, Copperbond College is, is, is going through, like everybody everywhere, technology changes, constant changes. It seems to be by the time you learn something, it's already gone past, and now you've got to relearn the whole thing again. Uh, and I've noticed that the college seems to be taking some great steps to keep up with that technology. Can you uh, give me a little background on that? Well, I think there's really kind of two parts to that that question. Um, first of all, there's always the technology that we're, we're teaching in the, the classrooms. Um, and for our students, having relevant content, relevant curriculum that they can apply when they graduate is critical. Um, and we're not doing a bad job on that. We continue to reinvest with some of the, the dollars that we have to be able to support some of the latest and greatest things that are out there, from auto mechanics to nursing simulation. Um, but on the other side, on the instructional side, um, you know, we've also got some pretty good opportunities. We just put in some new uh, computer monitors, uh, display monitors at the campus. Um, we're looking at additional technology for both instructional and really support of our students. Um, we've just moved now to a, 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 you know, really an iPad integrated system for financial aid assistance for our students, so they don't have to go from one place to another place to another place. And we've we've really gone to electronic format with all that, and it's helping streamline those processes. 
but we have a long way to go in technology. Um, and you know, this is something as we start laying out a long-term vision for Copper Mountain College, technology is going to be at the forefront. I will say that, again, um, the educational landscape has significantly changed really over the last 20 years. And, and Copper Mountain College is coming up on its 20-year anniversary in, in 2021 of being an independent college from COD, as you had noted. And we really have to see where the future of Copper Mountain College will be. And I suspect part of that's going to be a technology derivative. And the, the college continues to grow. I note in today's news, uh, uh, we say that the college just approved a $22 million budget. Uh, that's a, a lot of resources. It is a lot of resources. And, and, you know, for folks who are not within the educational kind of space, the thing that you need to kind of remember about the way that that, that budget is constructed is we have about $16 million or so that are what they call general fund. Um, and then the balance of that, another $6 million or so, is really what they call restricted. And the restricted dollars are aimed at specific programs that the state has said, um, you know, this is important for us and this is where we're going to invest those dollars. And some of those are instructional. Some of those are strong workforce. Um, and then some of those are very student service centric. But yeah, $22 million, uh, you know, budget associated with all of the operations is a, is a very large resource pot to be able to, to do what we do. Now, you say the state mandates certain things. Uh, one of the biggest complaints I hear from many people in government is what they call unfunded mandates. So when the state tells you you must do things, do they then provide the funds by which to do that thing? I will say that um, there are always unfunded mandates that come along. Um, um, and I will say that, uh, well, there are times that uh, I think all of us in the community college system struggle with um, the folks in Sacramento and, and our chancellor of the system uh, around funding. They've been doing a better job on making sure that the resources come with the mandates. Now, some of the way the restructuring of the budgets happened kind of globally here over the last couple of years has focused on student success. There's now an outcomes-based component of our funding. Um, there's a component of our funding that is based on equity. Um, and then there's the traditional kind of part, which was just based on the number of folks enrolled. So let's come back to what you said. Yeah. So outcomes-based, what does that mean in English? <laughs> so it means... Um, <laughs> There is currently 10% of our budget as we move forward that is funded on student success, meaning uh, graduates, transfers, certificates. So does the state tie that funding into measurable student success uh, things that you're doing? And specifically those those degrees that are awarded, those certificates are awarded, and those transfers that, that ultimately happen, we are funded upon that. And then there's, there's an entire amazing uh, rubric slash algorithm slash, uh, um, you know, calculation of how that works. And I will say that there, there's this kind of multiple prong funding measure is brand new to the system and is still really a work in progress. Um, and there's still a lot of controversy Welcome about the state it. Of California. Yeah, right. <laughs> they seem to be changing things constantly. So. It, it is definitely um, the, the moving target. And I think that's our biggest frustration right now at Copper Mountain College when it comes to just budgetary stuff is that, um, you know, and one of the things that you saw in the news release around $22 million is associated with also, um, you know, an excessive expenditure. Well, that was because the state had moved our target um, and we budgeted 
uh, and my predecessors and the teams budgeted, um, you know, around what was told, and that number moved. And, yeah. and so, you know, we'll get it squared away as we move forward. But then they'll change it. Yeah, and this is yeah. the challenge with yeah. this. You know, it, the, the moving bar is, I think, our biggest challenge. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back with more. Our guest in studio today is Darren Otten, the superintendent president of Copper Mountain College. Uh, our phone number is 760-366-8471. Our producer, Andrew Dielam, is standing by to take your call. So give us a call here at the Z1077 Up Close Show. The rigid and time-consuming process of traditional bank loans have paved the way for peer-to-peer lending. This is Patty Brown, a.k.a. The Loan Lady. We offer viable alternatives and flexible lending on home mortgages. A lot of people are buying second homes, vacation rentals, or even properties to flip. Our money to loan comes from local investors who don't rely on credit scores, but instead, we invest in people. It's not too late to get in on the investment real estate market. All you need is the desire. We have the money to lend right now. Simplify applications and quick turnaround times too. Call me today at 365-7003. The Loan Lady, we want to be your real estate lender. This year, make yourself a priority and lay the foundation for a long, healthy life with Total Fitness, 29's most luxurious gym. So many benefits when you join. Weight loss, reduce stress, lower blood pressure, sleep better, reduce pain, more energy, reduce... Yes, exercise improves all that and more. You have the power to make the change. Boost endorphins, control addiction, prevent diabetes, anti-aging benefits... Start your journey to a better you. Your confidence and motivation will grow. And soon, you'll keep moving simply because it feels good. Total Fitness 29 in the Stater Brothers Center, 29 Palms. The best place to cool off in Joshua Tree? The Park Rock Cafe, next to the Joshua Tree Visitor Center. Relax in their fully air-conditioned cafe while you grab something refreshing to eat or drink. A full espresso bar, iced coffees and smoothies, plus cool lunch items like the delicious avocado stuffed with chicken or tuna salad. The Park Rock Cafe shows their local love all year long with a $7.99 local special. Includes a sandwich, side, and a drink. Don't sweat. Lunch today, cool off at the Park Rock Cafe. Park Boulevard, Joshua Tree, open every day. Sue from Sue's Health Foods. Since 1984, our mission has been to help others help themselves by offering top-of-the-line effective products that make a true difference in people's lives. That said, is it time for you to upgrade your nutritional supplements? First, is what's stated on the label actually in your supplement bottle? How do you know? Second, is your supplement third-party tested and verified for quality and purity? How do you know? Third, are only the best quality active ingredients used, regardless of market price fluctuation? Sue's Health Foods Private Label offers all of that consistently. How do you know? We have trademarks on our products and can produce documentation. Make 2019 an upgrade from last year and let us help. Sue's Health Foods, committed to your good health since 1984. Sue's Health Foods, committed to your good health. And we are back with the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Dineau. Our guest in studio today, Dr. Darren Otten, the superintendent president of Copper Mountain College, uh, new to our area, about two months on the job. And again, we are uh, delighted to uh, to have you on the show this morning. So what is the difference between a four-year traditional college and a two-year community college? What's the primary difference between those 
two colleges, the way they work, the way they educate? What is the mission of a four-year college as opposed to the mission of a two-year college? Well, you know, I, I've had the pleasure of, of working at both a four-year college, four-year university, and, and a two-year college. Um, and I think the easiest way to really kind of define that is community colleges, two-year colleges, are designed to be very neighborhood-centric. They are designed to serve the students that are in the neighborhood, whether those are traditional right out of high school um, students into a college environment, whether those are returning or upskilling um, or non-traditional students. Uh, the community colleges are geared towards those folks who are in the neighborhood. The second part of that is that the, the specifically the career and techno technology programs are often geared directly at the labor market and actually are required by the state of California to be geared at the labor market within the region. With a, a with a four year college, it's much more of a um, you know there's 23 CSUs in the state, there's 13 UCs and, and a pile of private schools, um, and those four year institutions obviously generally are baccalaureate granting, some are master's granting. Um, we grant associate degrees. There are some a few exceptions where community colleges do also uh, grant. Uh, baccalaureate or bachelor's degrees. Um, but here at Copper Mountain, we offer and, and grant um, associate's degrees, certificates, um, but we also have an awful lot of community education, um, and we also have you know a lot of other community-driven um, focused programs. And I'm glad you said that because that's the next thing I was going to bring up. Now, in colleges traditionally, uh, community colleges, exactly what you said, they tend to reflect what is happening in the community. What is offered by Copperbond College that is unique, that is driven by the communities of the Morongo Basin? Well, I think that, um, and again, most, uh, I'll, I'll reframe that the, the answer here on that a little bit. There's kind of two prongs to that answer. One, career and technical um, is very clearly aligned with our uh, local economic demand. Um, our healthcare programs, our nursing program is probably the most, uh, you know, kind of visible when it comes down to how do we align a, um, a program, those graduates, to a local uh, need. And, and obviously, as we all know, there's a, a dramatic need in the neighborhood for nurses. And I have to say the nursing program at Coppermont College is a remarkable program. And I don't think people realize what an incredible opportunity it is. Uh, and, and, and again, that's very typical of a community college. You have a hospital in the neighborhood. Okay, It has needs for nurses. You have a college in the neighborhood. Hey, Let's put that together. And it's a great program. I, I, I see the number of people graduating every year. I have known young people who have come out of college. I uh, come out of high school. I taught high school locally for 27 years. So I've seen kids go out of, of high school, not necessarily have a direction of what they want to do, get involved in the nursing program. Now they're health professionals and they're working in hospitals literally all over the country. And that's, and that's the thing that's really neat. And I, and I will tell you that the healthcare field here in the basin, um, it is, you know, the hospital here locally, we have clinical placements for those nurses. Um, there's an opportunity to continue to partner with the Marine Corps base as well here. Um, I met the new director out there just last week. Um, and those are... Those are very much community needs. Now, we do place our, our nursing students um, also in the low desert around uh, clinical placements. So they're really in all of these areas. But obviously, the, the goal is to build 
uh, graduates who will be successful and have the skills to, to succeed here in the neighborhood. And so other, your, your nursery program is one of your marquee programs. It That's really is. You can really uh, you can look at it as, as a real source of pride for Coppermont College. It really is. Another really good example right now, and, and I, I think a growing opportunity here in the basin, but also definitely, again, in the low desert to support that area is the culinary program. And that's really partnered with Morongo Unified. Um, and the opportunities, uh, obviously, in hospitality, um, and, and that particular base is, is a growing, um, you know, again, opportunity is a good word for that. Um, here in the basin, as we look at, um, you know, what I didn't, Coming in, obviously, I was not aware of, of um, the influx of tourism that's come to the area because of the national park. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it, and it's a true opportunity. Um, and so that's where, you know, these partnerships and these, these programs are very clearly aligned. Um, and so, you know, there's other opportunities, though, as well, when we talk about kind of what are we doing here locally. Um, we have a number of what they call associate degrees for transfer. They're basically degrees with a guarantee. If you complete that associate degree for transfer, you're now guaranteed a spot um, at a four-year university here in this state. Um, and again, those are very much geared at things like business, things like economics, um, things like child care or early childhood education, which again are all things that this basin can can leverage and, and really um, utilize the talents of our, of our local community. Uh, go back to the culinary program. Again, uh, tremendous career opportunities with the tourism, both here and in the low desert, although low desert has a lot more restaurants uh, than we here. So a student can come out of high school and uh, learn those skills get get the certification they need now to go to a, a bigger restaurant and, and get it, get that job. And I think that's probably everybody's goal is get them that first job, get them started in that career. It is. And, you know, this is, again, one of the things that I, as we talk about opportunity and we talk about where Copper Mountain College can go long term and some of the things that I think we can, again, leverage, we look at, and culinary is a perfect opportunity, um, give someone a skill that they can pay their bills. That is the, the, the most basic kind of form of, of economic development and social and economic mobility for a neighbor. The second part of that, I think, and here's where the kind of the, the really neat thing is, if we can pair that with some level of entrepreneurial kind of training, entrepreneurial structure to support somebody who can get some skills, get a job, hone those skills, and then maybe ultimately open their own business right here in the basin. And there certainly is a need for some, some local restaurants here in the basin. So you mentioned earlier that uh, Copper Mountain College has both your traditional community college student coming out of high school, younger, uh, and then there's also an, an adult uh, population. What is the percentage at Copper Mountain College between an adult learner and a traditional uh, college learner right out of high school? You know, I and I will say that this is something that I should have a little bit better on the top of my head. Oh, uh, no, you, you've only uh, have been there that long, and you're still on the FAM tour. Right? I, I am yeah. Actually, yeah. absolutely on yeah. that. Um, but I will say that most community colleges have a, a, a pretty healthy mix um, where it, it, it ends up being about 50% traditional and 50% non-traditional students. Um, and depending on which school or where you're at, um, that could, could look at, um, you know, where... Um, you know what they do, whether they're uh, working in the Marine Corps or the military and they're taking part-time classes, full-time students, they could be 18, 19 years old right out of high school, or as I had mentioned earlier, you know, the potentially the ability to retrain or upskill as folks, you know, go back to the to change their skills as technology changes. Um, the the part-time versus full-time is probably the the kind of the driver of a lot of of 
you know, the traditional versus non-traditional. Um, in California and, and at Copper Mountain College, for full-time students, we've got the Promise Program, and we love to see students who can go full-time. But that's not really the reality for most of our students. They've got to work. They've got to take care of children. They've got to take care of parents or family. They've got other obligations that they have to meet. Um, but bless their hearts, they're getting the training to make their lives better. Absolutely. They're the training to absolutely. help those kids succeed. And, and you got, I see a lot of these kids, I, I just, I'm just, i so proud of them for doing that because it's easy to say, well, I'm done with school. But no, they realize that there's more potential within themselves that they can unlock with an education. Well, and I think that this is, again, something that as we look um, towards the future, I think that, uh, you know, we've always said kind of continuous education and continuous learning is the way that all of us as individuals can, 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 can excuse me, continue to grow our skills. But with the way technology is changing so fast, it, it is critical. And how we learn that, where we learn that, um, the community college is perfectly structured, and Copper Mountain College in particular is perfectly situated to help serve those technology changes for our neighborhoods. One of the remarkable things I've observed about Copper Mountain College over the last few years is the uh, the relationship they have developed with Morongo Unified School District. And, of course, the school district is, is educating from K through 12. You're going to get them after that. In many communities, uh, there, there's there's regular school and then there's college. And there's not really much to do with each other, but not here. You have a remarkable relationship. You give a little snapshot of what you do with the college. And again, I go back to my years of teaching. I know I have many many kids who planned on taking those classes in college, which gave them the high school credit, which got them the prerequisites that they needed to move on to a four-year college. So it's a it's a it's a multifaceted program. It really is, and and our relationship with. Uh, Morongo Unified is really special and I will say is very, very unique. Matter of fact, next month um, we have a joint board meeting between uh, the Copper Mountain College trustees and the trustees of Morongo Unified. That doesn't happen anywhere else in this state that I'm aware of. That's why I was saying it's a, it's it's, a unique, very it really remarkable is. relationship. It really, truly is. Yeah. Um, last night, um, our board did a first read again of an updated dual enrollment agreement and what dual enrollment ultimately is 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 an offering of college level courses at the high schools where high school student students are earning college credit um, sometimes that double counts towards their high school requirements sometimes they're just you know really earning credit forward towards earning that associate's degree the sooner a student can earn that associate's degree the sooner they can either go to work where they could transfer. And, and that is really a benefit to these students if they come out with three, nine, 12 units towards a degree. Um, and I, we've got some some really, you know, again, a, a growing opportunity here. And I think over the next, you know, number of years, we're going to even offer more and more things uh, through the dual enrollment program. So our, our kids who are using that are coming up with a, a real advantage uh, when they get ready to start going out in the world and, and making their own way. Um, I want to go back in the dual enrollment a little bit. What are the classes that are offered that have the dual enrollment connotation? So um, at both uh, Yucca Valley and at 29 Palms High School, 
as well as up at BlackRock, there's a number of uh, dual enrolled courses that are offered. They actually span the gamut of course offerings. Um, some of them are very career technically oriented, uh, again, culinary being one of them, and some of them are the uh, English or mathematics, Tradition. traditional yeah. uh, transfer-bound student kind of um, situations. I met a student just uh, two days ago who was finalizing some paperwork uh, who's doing a math course over at Yucca Valley High School um, who's meeting her college uh, graduation requirements for an associate's degree Meaning her math math requirement is a junior in high school through dual enrollment. I mean, smart, it smart kid checks the box yeah. and and moves on and 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 helps build that either to you know again getting those requirements out of the way early helps you 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 move through the process um, and probably just as importantly as students get a chance to explore college curriculum um, either check the box get the, the those requirements done learn what you really, really love to do or learn what you really don't want to do. I mean, learning what you don't want to do is as critical as learning what you want to do. Yeah, you know, all, 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 the, all their life, that little boy has told everybody he wants to be an astronaut when he grows up. And then he gets to high school and realizes that it's just not that easy to do. You know, or, or want to be an NBA star. They realize it's not that easy to do. So with, with maturation comes uh, reality sometimes. In this program, about how many students are involved in that between the three high schools? Uh, the headcount that I just got the other day was approximately 200 students across the basin are currently in dual enrolled classes. Um, that ultimately transfers to to or uh, ends up being roughly three units per. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. And how easy is it for a student to get involved in that? Is there programs at the high schools where they go to the guidance counselors and they explain how it works? Uh, how easy is it for a student to, to get into that, that system, which is a remarkable system? We are continuing to make it easier and easier every day. That is our goal. Um, one of the things that we've recently done is changed the way that we have to do orientation for college students. These are college courses, even though they're being taught on the high school level. So we've, we've removed that as a potential barrier. But other than that, they're getting the information from their course instructors, they're getting the information from their high school guidance counselors, and then they're also getting the information from the college itself. Another one of the neat, unique facets of life here in the Morongo Basin is the Chonine Palms Marine Corps Base. We've, we have virtually have a city uh, right outside of the city of Chonine Palms. There's some 31,000 uh, people in and out of that base uh, between the Marines and Dependents. So the college has a unique relationship with the Marine Base. Can you give us a little snap of that? Well, I will say that this is one of the greatest assets um, that Copper Mountain College has as a base presence. Um, our enrollments are not as high as they used to be out there, and that is something that I'm, I'm diligently working on. Is that societal, cultural, or just reality? Um, well, I think there's a number of things that um, have caused some changes in military and military-affiliated enrollments. And, and I will say that the college that I came from, we were five miles off Beale Air Force Base. We had the similar challenges up north. Um, here... I think that you can look at a couple of things that have changed out on the base, one of which is technology. Um, our, and really that's to all students, but in particular at the base and in particular our active duty military. Those students have opportunities to use their tuition assistance dollars while still active duty and can take classes online anywhere they want anymore, essentially. Um, Copper Mountain College probably has some opportunity to offer a few more online offerings specifically for that, that population out there. Um, we do in-person, on-ground courses. Um, 
So the, the classes held on the Marine Base? We do offer uh, classes directly on the base. We have an educational uh, facility out there that uh, we're partnered with the base on. We assign and have classes that are held in person out there, and we actually have three staff out there. Um, and I, I will say that, um, you know, this is the opportunity we have is to really figure out um, are there different times we could be offering some courses out there? Are there different formats, meaning short course, online, uh, a few other things? What kind of courses are you offering uh, to the active duty Marines? Every, uh, well, essentially, um, active duty Marines using their tuition assistance dollars um, or discharged uh, veterans um, using their GI benefits are eligible to to take essentially anything that they want that Copper Mountain offers. Um, but in our particular case, generally we're offering those kind of basic reading, the, the math and English requirements out there. Um, you know, my ideal goal is that we can get a complete degree or complete transfer degree that's going to be available out at the base, um, either through both a, an online or a hybrid or an in-person format, depending on what um, our military service members need. All right. We're going to take a little break. We'll go back with more. Our guest in studio today is Darren Otten, the superintendent president of Copper Mountain College. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Up Close Show in just a few momentitos. Uh, if you'd like to call... Our number is 760-366-8471. We'll be back with more Up Close right after these words. If you could save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on your family's household budget, would you do it? Every day, hundreds of homeowners are saving with the solar systems they've installed through SolarNow. The local hero solar contractor who's been here for over 25 years. There's no upfront cost, and the system is paid for on your property taxes. You can most likely deduct the interest, and it transfers to the new homeowner if you sell. Unlike the leases out there, it will increase your home's value, too. Call Mark Hines of SolarNow today and get a no-pressure, hassle-free quote. Call 228 Great Clips makes looking good and feeling great easy and affordable. Everyday haircuts at Great Clips are just $15. Discounts always available for active duty military, kids, and seniors. Get your favorite style anytime and the right cut all the time with Clip Notes. Stylist's notes on your personal haircut. Accessible at any Great Clips salon. No need for an appointment, just walk in. Check in online at greatclips.com or on the Great Clips app for no waiting. Great Clips, open 8 to 8 on weekdays, Saturday 8 to 6, and Sunday 9 to 7. In the Dollar Tree Center, Yucca Valley. It's gonna be great. Don't cough and sweat your way through the flu season. Boost your immune system now. Star Pharmacy has a full range of solutions for you. Everything from cough and cold medications to supplements and homeopathic remedies that work naturally with your body to support your immune system. Elderberry, echinacea, zinc, and much more. Keeping your pets healthy, too, with over-the-counter and prescription medications. Star Pharmacy is your low-priced leader. Carrying home medical equipment, wheelchairs, walkers, canes, and nebulizers. Star Pharmacy, open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. next to the post office in Joshua Tree. Tops Taxi, the reliable, prompt, professional taxi service you know and love, is now serving patrons from Yucca Valley to the Marine Base and everywhere in between. Owned and operated by an active duty Marine, Tops Taxi offers special services, including long distance rides, scenic trips, transportation to theme parks, and medical appointments. Tops Taxi does it all with the lowest rates and clean, smoke free cabs with honest drivers. You'll never be without a ride with Tops Taxi. Want to drive for Tops? Call 760 984 9445. Accepts cash, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and Discover. 
I'm here at the year's hottest stag pool party. Put your antlers up. Where? Some poor guy's backyard. These stags are bringing down the house. Seriously, deer are ripping holes in the pool cover. They're trampling patio furniture. And all the damage was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Stag Pool Party, October 27th, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hello, this is Joel Klink, your local farmer's insurance agent. Call me at 760-367-9288 or stop by my office on the highway across from Rite Aid in 29 Palms. And we are back with the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our guest in studio today is a self-proclaimed accidental academic, Dr. Taryn Otten. I love that term. I wrote it down. <laughs> and uh, he is the superintendent president of Copper Mountain College. has been in the Morongo Basin for just about two months. Uh, we're talking a little bit about the stuff you do on the Marine Base. Uh, and, uh, and you mentioned that you offer a lot of online courses. And, and I, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I, I know as a parent and former educator, uh, people talk about online uh, classes. Sometimes my eyebrow goes up just a little bit. Um, but I don't think people realize that the modern online classes aren't babysitters they're they're dead serious you've got you've got you've got to do the work um i know when it first started with online classes a lot of students thought well that's easy i don't have to do much homework but it's really not so give us a little snapshot of of, of what an online course takes what, what is involved with that well i will definitely say that um you know today's technology associated with online education and access to education um, is not even what we just saw a few years ago but to talk really about online education, I think it's important to go back a little bit and to talk about the changes that are going on within um, education as a whole. Is education as effective without the human touch? Um, online education still requires that interactivity, period, um, associated with um, an instructor and a student and a student to student. I mean, effective online education still really facilitates and fosters that. It's just a different modality that that interaction happens. Discussion boards and, exactly. and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, this is where education ultimately has um, is transitioning, continues to transition. Um, almost everybody these days has access to, um, you know, educational offer offerings that can be anywhere in the world. Um, and Copper Mountain has our share of online offerings. Um, and this is an area of opportunity, again, to continue to look at what does the basin and what does the greater education-seeking population want, need, and how does it align? Um, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that, and again, the community college system was founded upon the idea of neighborhood access for students. Well, students they don't have to be in the neighborhood anymore. Um, and, you know, that student who, who was in 29 or Landers or Yucca Valley um, needed to physically come to campus. They don't necessarily need to do that for everything anymore. And yet the other challenge here is they don't necessarily have to be Copper Mountain College students at that point. And this is where we have to, we, we've got an opportunity again to, to leverage and make sure that we're still the choice when that student has all of these other online offerings. Um, is that an existential threat? I would say that um, the changing landscapes of higher education and the offerings out there are a threat to um, higher education in California, the higher education uh, system. If we do not move into, as a system, um, you know, 
in, into more and more solutions for those students who either can't get to campus, don't want to come to campus, um, we will have some significant long-term challenges. And I will say that other state institutions from other states are here in California already. They're looking for California students on a regular basis. And the entire higher education system, not just community colleges, are definitely being impacted by that. So they've added a whole new level of competitiveness to education. And let's face it, it is competitive. You have to have the students enrolled uh, to get the, the state dollars coming in to support the college. Um, and with more and more kids going online, and you have a student who has a choice between taking a class from Copper Mountain College or, or USC. Uh, you know, uh, USC yeah. or any of the Arizona schools, yeah. or you know, and this is because they're out there with aggressive could, online programs. They, we've all seen the ads on yeah. on television. We've all heard the ads on the radio, yeah. and and this is where we have to redefine our value to our students and our community, and we need to continue to do that on a regular basis, so that we ensure that folks understand that the access, the cost, the quality. Um, and the alignment with those local jobs and those local transfer opportunities and regional transfer opportunities are cleaner, are better, are more effective and efficient than any of the competition. And how do you do that? I know in my business, which is also extremely competitive. I mean, people can get music anywhere. We have to make them come to us for that. And we do that by what we call hyper-local. We are hyper-localized, hyper-localized, hyper-localized. Is that a strategy for Copper Mountain College to, to compete with the outside pressure? I think that not only is that a strategy for Copper Mountain College, but I also think that there's a number of other things that we can ultimately do as a college to ensure our long-term, um, you know, viability and support of this community and that's really focused on student success and and by focusing on student success through um, all of the things that um, anybody who's been through education uh, and has taken a college class um, on that second exam that you failed um, what caused you to go back there was either an intrinsic thing that said I'm gonna go back and I, I'm gonna take that exam again or I'm gonna stick it out in this class or maybe, um, you know, we can make a phone call. Or maybe um, we can connect you to support services and tell you, hey, there's open tutoring right now on campus in the LRC. Um, and we know you just What's LRC mean? The Learning Resource Kid, Center. Kid. Yeah, sorry. Um, and, <laughs> and ultimately, um, you know, if we're able to really start to do um, some bumping of our students when they are in that place of potential off-ramp rather than staying on track, um, this is where our big opportunity is. And I think and I think it's still our value proposition is if we can make sure that we are there with the supports you need when you need, um, we can do that better than any of the competition. And there are some of the things, going back to the, the theory of hyperlocalism, that the college can do and can't really do it online. We're talking about hands-on stuff, automotive for example. Uh, you have an automotive program at Copper Mountain College. We do have an automotive program and um, there are lots of examples of curriculum and laboratory experiences that can never be replaced in an online environment. I was talking with Carol Bell who owns uh, Yucca Valley Ford and, and Chrysler. She said that well, they have a problem getting with, with the, the computerization of cars, more and more modern of cars. Your typical backyard auto mechanic is no longer it's a technician and she says a, a good 
trained, high-tech auto mechanic can make upwards of $200,000 a year. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It, it is, again, it is, it, as you put it out, it is a highly skilled profession and definitely not the, the image that we had of, of auto mechanics just a decade Joe or Blow two ago. Yeah. Wrenching in his backyard is, yeah. is not happening anymore. And, and you have a fairly sophisticated auto shop there? We do, um, and it's an exciting area that's going on. We've invested in some electron, or, uh, electric vehicles uh, to make sure that we're, we're training and, and teaching students on some of the uh, uh, latest and greatest things that they're going to deal with in industry, which is these hybrids, uh, fully electric vehicles, etc. So uh, as far as community needs, you've identified a need for culinary. You're offering that. You've identified a need for uh, tech, uh, computer, and, and you've during that, you've identified a need for automotive. You've done that. So you're reacting to the needs of the community, which makes you hyper-local, which make you owned by the community. What other local uh, programs are you offering that are, that are driven by need in the community? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. We start talking about local programs, um, and and again, that that ongoing investment in things that are directly connected to job opportunities here local. We can point at our business programs, our business and accounting programs, very clearly align with a number of connect banking, connect uh, insurance, connect any of those type of things. Um, and there's a lot of jobs in those fields. There, there really are. Yeah. Um, we've got our, our uh, ultimately, we also offer um, our early childhood education. We've just invested uh, and have hired a new tenure track faculty member there. Um, and the support services around early childhood education, this is not, um, you know, preschool environments anymore are not what we all used to think they are. They're highly skilled, they're highly technical, and they're highly regulated. Highly regulated, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I was talking to somebody in the medical field the other day and they said they have more regulations than, than the nuclear industry they, they really they really do sure. and and um you know i think that the 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 regulations are well-intentioned but i think it also creates some challenges and it also creates some opportunities for education around those things uh you've been here two months and again i, I joked about you being on the on the fam tour but, but that's what you're doing you're yep. going letting people know who you are and, and and getting feedback from the community i know you came to see me about a week ago we talked a little bit about what copper mount college does for the community and, and what we can do to assist that what are the challenges that you've identified so far for a small community college in a rural in a rural community well i think that there's a couple of things um one, despite a $22 million, you know, kind of uh, total budget between categorical and, um, you know, general funded things, uh, resources are a struggle for a small college. Um, we offer a full slate, as you know, of programs. Um, and we offer, you know, that's transfer, that's uh, that's ultimately the, the career technical. We've got an athletic program. And all these things take people, they take money, they take dollars. About 86% of our total budget is actually spent on people and, you know, the, the benefits and payroll associated with that. So that doesn't leave a lot to do some things. I know the college used to struggle with what they call the 50-50 rule. It's a 50% law. And what that basically means is that 50% of the general fund allocation has to be spent within the classroom. And we meet that. We've met that for a long, long time. Yeah, we, I know. If, yeah. Years ago, it was, a, it was one of their primary challenges, but it's no longer that as the college has grown. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big challenges that we continue to, to you know, at least observe is is the the technology one you noted earlier, um, enrollment, because students do have so many options anymore. They can take online classes from other folks. They don't necessarily have to come to us. And, you know, really, um, are we, you know, ultimately able to serve all the students in the community who are looking for education? Those are some of the questions that I'm trying to answer. And then 
one of our challenges that we have just as a system is our, our speed to build curriculum is slow. I mean, it's faster than it used to be. But this is where I'm, I'm looking at those opportunities around um, community education. How can we help our local neighborhood support and leverage the tourist dollars or whatever other things locally are going on? And there's other things locally. I think I mentioned to it, you know, I, I, I'm a businessman. I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. But technology keeps changing and in order for me to conduct my business i have to be familiar with that technology uh for, for example excel spreadsheets uh, i'm not good at them i struggle uh, i would love to see a, a six-week course or something offered by the college uh, on that or or any other particular thing which is not necessarily something that's going to get me to college or get me a job but me as a local person who lives here want to use the resources of my college to 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 pick up those skills I need to keep up with technology. Are, are you doing that or planning on that? Uh, it's to some degree we offer some of those things as it is, but again, this is where I think we've got a huge opportunity, and especially with the community education component. Those are typic, those are non-credit courses. They are often offered in short formats, Saturdays, yeah. those kind of things, and specifically address those kind of you know. Here's a new software program, or here's something unique to our neighborhood. You know how? I mean, and again, while it's somewhat controversial in the neighborhood, how do I run an Airbnb on a yeah. on a you know a, a building people, or a house? People, that are, I making, own? people are making yeah. their livings doing that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. you know, those are the things that we probably and should be offering more of, and I think there's a huge opportunity there to do that. That would increase your your base of students a little bit, and and once again, uh, localize hyper-local, hyper-local, hyper-local. We're going to take one more quick little break. We'll be back with more of the final portion of our show. I'm Gary Dineau, your host. Our producer is Andrew Dieleman. A number is 760-366-8471, and our guest in studio today is Darren Otten, the superintendent president of Copper Mountain College. We'll be right back with more. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? It's piled high with freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning, all just $5.55 for a medium. To save time, order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app, only $5.55 for a medium. Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax prices may vary. Open every day in the Home Depot Center, Yucca Valley. Looking for the best health care for your loved ones? Need help managing your diabetes or high blood pressure? From physicals to well-woman exams and diabetes management, Yucca Family Medical Care can meet all of your family's needs. Open Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. Walk-ins are welcome, and they accept Medicare, Medi-Cal, and most insurances. Call today for an appointment, 760-365-8500. Yucca Family Medical Care, located in the Rite Aid Shopping Center, Yucca Valley. The dog days of summer are the best days to buy a new car or truck. This is Carol Bell of Yucca Valley Auto Superstores. Temps are dropping and so are prices. All remaining new 2019 Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles are priced to move. Save up to $10,000 on select 2019 Ram 1500 trucks in stock. Or choose 0% financing for 60 months. If a sports car is more your speed, check out the new 2019 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger. And save $6,000 on all remaining STX models. Hurry in for the best selection of the year-end model clearance at Yucca Valley Chrysler and the Ram Truck Center in 29 Palms. 
And we are back with the Z107 Salon Close Show. I'm Gary Daniel, our guest, Dr. Darren Otten, uh, Superintendent President of Copperbond College, a self-described accidental ac academic. I, I love that term. That's, that's a great thing. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about uh, that the college is doing uniquely and reacting to their community is you got a basketball team. We do. We have men's and women's basketball. It's really, really exciting. As everybody knows, it's uh, it's still a pretty young program. We've got uh, uh, one new head coach this year. Um, and ultimately, um, this is where we have an opportunity again to showcase our campus to the community on a regular basis. We have a beautiful $14 million facility. Gorgeous facility. Yeah. It brings people to campus um, and excites the community. It really is a, a, a neat thing. I'm, I'm super proud to be a fighting cacti. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody who comes out to the game starting in November. Now, has that become a another reason for kids from our local schools to stay here and enroll in their in their local community colleges now there's a basketball program i, I know years ago I, I would have students in, in my classes at Torrance palms high school i say you're going to go to college now i want to play basketball i want to go to cod i want to play basketball uh but now they have an opportunity to do that so. i think that uh you know again sports are one of those things that can oftentimes keep folks in school um, and oftentimes get folks to school um, and if that helps us uh, keep a, a, a athlete here in the basin who is interested in uh, ultimately playing uh, college basketball as well as you know working on their their academics, we love to see local athletes uh, and would love to see more local athletes long term associated with our sports programs. And your college uh, has been very enthusiastic in support of that. Uh, I also want to mention the remarkable work done by your foundation. Uh, it would be remiss. the The foundation has absolutely. You're welcome, Sandy. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, the foundation, our booster association, um, have supported and continue to support um, our athletic efforts. As everybody knows, student athletics um, are very, very expensive. They're very difficult to do. They don't pay for themselves. Um, but yet, this is a great, great opportunity to continue to, to highlight our college, highlight our campus, and get folks to campus. Is it worth the investment? Um, he, I, asked, he asked the college president? Yes, uh, um, yeah. I, I think that uh, I'm going to say yes, um, but I will say that there is always that uh, challenge of making sure that the, the, the juice is worth the squeeze, as they say. Yeah, I know that like bigger colleges, we know USC, UCLA, uh, that, you know, that that's a moneymaker for them, their athletic department. But in the smaller colleges, you don't exactly have ABC or CNN clamoring for the rights to your basketball game. That's very true. And, yeah. and these are done out of providing a comprehensive institution and athletics are part of a comprehensive institution. If you could change one thing about education, not necessarily Copper Mountain College, but the state process, what would it be? <laughs> Jeez, one thing, and you're giving me this in a minute to go. And huh? you've got 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To give me an answer, yeah. I think that the biggest <laughs> challenge that education faces right now as a whole is we are operating in a hundred year old plus business model. Um, there are no other businesses still operating in a hundred year plus old business model. We are going to have to figure out what education looks like tomorrow and education looks like in the future. And that's not just Copper Mountain College. And that was a great 30 second answer. That's going to do it for the Up Close show for this week. Be sure to join me next week for more Up Close. Until then, thank you for listening today. Drive carefully and God bless. Dr. Otten, thank you so much for being in on the show. I think we gave some good information. My pleasure. Thank you. I'll be back tomorrow with more. Don't go away.
You've been listening to Up Close, a weekly talk and interview program presented in the public interest by Z1077 News. Join Gary Daniel again next Friday at 10 for more Up Close.